0: hello geeks everywhere and welcome to another geeks crossing podcast i'm eric i'm eric from another
1: universe hmm yo soy matt oh i'm
0: nick (laughs) sorry are you sure you're the nick because our Nick is usually way more responsive than that.
2: This multiverse man has gotten me all,
1: uh, all in a tizzy. Wait, I can still be Keith, but just a different Keith?
0: Can I be
2: a happy Nick? Wait, hold on. <laughs> this changes everything. <laughs> I don't want
0: to be a nerd anymore. I want to meet girls. Uh, excuse me, you said you wanted to be an Eric, and I take full offense to that, because I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys know the drill. We're here to give you the best Geek Relay content you could ask for. And Mm -hmm. if our jokes didn't give it away, we're talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So
3: not only is that the latest Marvel movie at the time of this recording, but it's also kind of a few firsts. First time we're seeing Doctor Strange in his own movie since like 2017, which is nuts.
1: Are we going to say spoilers now? Oh,
3: yeah. Spoilers! But not only that, which by the way, this is really weird, but the entire... MCU Spider-Man trilogy has come out in between the two Dr. Strange movies
0: that's sad it really is sad
3: but that also this is the first MCU movie to uh, have Sam Ra- 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 Raimi right that's how it's pronounced as yeah. a director yeah Sam um, Raimi yeah usually they just do like one of the uh I don't remember their names but like the brothers who do all those Avengers movies that John well, Favreau, I'm, I'm... Taka Waititi you know but yeah, we got Sam Raimi in here. He's the first kind of like horror director. Everybody said this was going to be like the first MCU horror movie. So, this was a very bold project, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's more like a semi-horror movie. There were definitely jump scares here and there, but not jump enough to scares cl- like bo- mild body horror, but not enough to classify it as a horror movie, you know. Yeah,
3: like again, that's the worst of it. It's like my like some really disturbing violence in some scenes and like mild body horror and jump scares. Like that's really it. That's as horary as it gets.
0: Yeah, so like Matt said, it's been roughly five years since Doctor Strange had its own movie. Mm-hmm. So, the real question is, did it lip up to all the hype? Oh,
3: jeez. I guess, uh, should we start with our number rankings,
1: or? <laughs> I do not think too much of a number ranking for this movie. I think yeah. that's a perfect way to start before really boiling everything. No, but, uh, the number rankings,
0: yeah. Nick, how about you go first? Because you're the biggest Doctor Strange fan in this Mm -hmm. podcast. I will give it.
1: Wait, wait, time out. What? Are you kidding me? I read all the epic collections. I was the one that bought them before Nick, and I showed them to Nick.
0: Well, Nick openly said that I'm a huge Doctor Strange fan, and you didn't say that at all in previous episodes, so... I don't know what you're talking about. You never owned any books, and I've definitely never read them either.
1: Loyal Geeks
3: Crossing listeners, we need you to go back to episode, like, 7 or 8, our MCU episode, and uh, tell us who mentioned Doctor Strange, because I do not remember
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, but I have been a fan of Doctor Strange since his debut in 2016. Yes. But, E, honestly, this movie... I give it, like, a six. It's very low. If I was to break it down, I think I've sent this before to people. Characters were 8 out of 10. Pacing of the movie was 5. Action was 8. And horror, for me, was 5. But I'm also the kind of person who would watch horror movies to fall asleep. Huh. So, overall, this movie did not impress me as I thought it was. I was kind of expecting more multiverse stuff and more, um, more guest appearances, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you go into the multiverse, you would think, like, oh, X-Men from the other, like, universe, and different variants, especially since we were just recently introduced to, like, there can be variants. Like, I just really didn't do anything with it. They just had, like, spoilers, of course, as we go forward. I think we've already mentioned this. But they had, like, Reed Richard from a different universe, and I don't know.
0: I wanted so much more. Yeah, the cameos were definitely a lackluster in this movie, which is mm-hmm. why I rank it to, like, I don't know, maybe a... Seven out of ten. Like I still liked it, but I definitely expected more out of it. Like you said, Nick. Mm.
3: Well, you guys are being more generous than I am. I'm I'm hovering somewhere between a five and a six, honestly. I liked it when I first saw it. Maybe it's a little closer to six. I thought that the uh, music and the cinematography and the effects were really cool. I agree with you that Nick' plot was a mess, kind of. Um, And I really didn't like the characters that much. Like, we're going to get into it. Like, they were all right. I mean, I didn't really... There was just a lot of questionable actions, I thought, especially with the write-in, thinking more about it, and especially what it means, like, in future MCU projects. It kind of... uh, I don't know. I'm kind of rambling right now, but the more we talk about this, I think the better I'll be able to explain myself. But I want to say it was good, but really, it wasn't anything too insane.
1: I agree with Matt almost completely. I was hovering around like a five, eight, maybe like a five, six, so like rounded up to a six. At max, i maybe a six, two, you could give it. But it seemed so shiny and new. And it was like, wow, look at me. Look, we have the first look at the Fantastic Four. Wow, look at me. We have the first look at you yeah. know X-Men. Like, look, X- will X-Men come into the universe? Which funny enough, I think those were the best parts of the movie. But then when you look at the whole movie as a whole, like with the writing and with the motives behind everybody's actions, it falls very short. And it seems like there's a lot of plot holes, especially from Wanda and Doctor Strange and even like the new people we get thrown, like America, there are so many times where it's like, like, like do you understand what you did? Like, that's that's a contradiction. Like, what? And <laughs> it, it, it really, the writing was almost... Poor, it almost seemed like they didn't really have a full storyline. Or if they did, they just barely could connect them. It seemed like it was more running from one cool moment to the next in just a, a very poor segmented, like, highlight reel of look, it's Doctor Strange. Look, it's a multiverse. Look, it's this.
3: Well, look, Professor X, you guys like Professor X,
0: right? Exactly. <laughs> like, oh. Mr. Fantastic's there. You guys remember those shitty Fantastic Four movies? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny because, like, a lot of
2: fans casted John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, and it was cool that they actually listened to the fans. But him be, like him showing up just kind of felt like fan service.
3: That whole oh, scene, oh, it's no,
0: funny. It definitely was. In fact, that whole council scene, that was fan service. It's cool. funny, because I, I saw this movie with my three brothers... So
3: shout out Brandon Aiden and Logan. Logan will get you on this podcast eventually. And Brandon and I had the same reaction when that scene started. We were we were both just like, oh come on. Like Brandon told me it, like took him out of the movie because it was just so obviously like, oh look, fan service. Look at all these characters you love who haven't been in it yet. And the more I thought about it, the less sense it made. Like, I I don't know if we actually want to get into this scene yet or if we're saving it for later. does anyone care if I talk about it now? Talk about no, it now. Basically, in the part where they show up which I I think this was like, all right, you know, from a story building perspective, they're like the council of this alternate earth. They're almost like that universe's Avengers kind of. But I thought it was so funny that there wasn't like a uniform or anything. Like you have just Reed Richards walk out in his like Mr. Fantastic shirt. There's not the other members of Fantastic Four aren't even there. He's just wearing that because they want fans to be like, yo, Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. Same thing for like Peggy Carter and Professor X. Like, I don't know, world building wise, you'd expect them to have like some sort of uniform. And it almost feels like the only reason they don't is just for that reaction shot okay here comes reed richards the most powerful man in, in like or one of the most powerful people in this universe coming out with his gimmicky fantastic four uniform like come on
0: Pleads for mercy that gets impaled by wanda
3: oh
2: he got ripped to shreds actually and the fact that he was this like the one thing that bothered me he's like oh this is the smartest man alive reed richards seconds later reveals uh to
3: wanda <laughs> one of their strongest members uh, abilities really The one thing I'll say is he, the, I guess the idea was that the council was really, like, underestimating Wanda. They're like, oh, we're not afraid of some little witch. Like, whatever. It is what it is. But I feel like, come on, you guys are smart. You should know that if this is a witch and she's crossing universes, she's gotta be at least a little powerful. Like, don't go freaking killing, what's his name, Black Bolt or whatever.
2: (laughs) Poor guy. Nobody in my theater clapped for that. Nobody knew who he was.
3: (laughs) it's funny no one in my theater really clapped at all i also saw the movie at like 11 a.m on sunday so maybe it just wasn't a a very excitable crowd no one gave two craps about anything though i think they clapped it like the credits like you know just that
0: you know what this scene frustrated me so much that i'm willing to lower my score to a six out of ten maybe even a (gasps) 5.9 Oh, and it's also going to depend. Like, if I don't think we're ever seeing Patrick
3: Stewart, Professor X, ever again. I think he's officially like done. He's old. He's, he's he like 80s. Like, yeah, he's done. Uh, he looked really old. I don't know. I, I haven't really seen him in a while, but he looked very old in, the, in that little seat. But read if, if we have John Krasinski, Reed Richards, I'm on board for that. If we don't, I'll honestly be even more annoyed because that was literally just like, oh, look, they just threw him in there and now they killed him and now that's it. He's gone. Like, bye bye. It was yeah. just for fan service. Like, if he's actually going to reprise the role in the MCU, I'm here for it. But, um, yeah, that was just, like, weird to me. I don't know. That whole scene was weird to me. Like, how they had Peggy Carter say, I can do this all day, as though, like, her and Steve Rogers are just the same character, when that's never really
0: what the point of it was. And don't get me wrong. All the signs were there. seeing the Fantastic Four and the X-Men. But the execution, my god. Like, I usually wait until, like, at the end of each episode to lower my ratings, but this case, I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid, you know?
3: <laughs> so that's those guys. I don't know. We can talk more about them as we go. That council or whatever the hell they were called. Like, I don't, I think they had a name. I don't remember it though. So I guess we can, again, we can go back to it, but we can also talk about some other elements of this movie. Um,
0: I will say, I did like the sequence when Doctor Strange and America go through all these different universes, including that pain universe. <laughs>
3: that was one of the coolest shots, I think, probably just stylistically of the whole MCU. But again, it's over as quickly as it starts. But it does look pretty cool. I think think there
0: was a universe where everything was like a 2.5 animated comic.
3: Yes, that was pretty funny.
0: I'll admit, for as underwhelming as this movie is, the visuals are still impressive.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Visually, it's great. But I almost feel like it's not fair to say a movie's good just because it looks good. Because, like, all you need is money to make a movie look Uh, good. Like, you don't need money to write a good story.
0: Oh, no. Think about the Diary of a Wimpy Kid reboot.
3: (laughs) i'd rather not i haven't since december
0: visually it looks good but it's a giant piece of shit
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you can you can you can put (laughs) glossy paint and glitter and shiny special effects on a piece of dog crap all you want it's still going to be a piece of dog
0: crap and again visuals are not enough to give any form of media praise
3: Yeah, I mean, if a movie looks nice, maybe I'll want to watch it again have it in the background. But at the end of the day, it's not going to be like, oh, yeah, this is critically, like, just an amazing movie, solid, great. I mean, look at the Star Wars sequels. I know we've been dragging those things through the crapper lately, but, like, (laughs) they look very good. They're very well, and, uh, like, special effects are good. They're just horrible from a writing standpoint.
0: (laughs) And, my God, if you guys thought I didn't care about Wanda during her own series... I definitely didn't care about her in this movie. Yeah, let, let's talk about
1: Wanda. Where did that come from though? Like, so I saw it with a bunch of my uh friends who have been they're much older, they're in their forties, and they've been following comics forever. They know way more than we do, and they were extremely hyped for this movie. I'm pretty sure they all rated it like eight eight and higher. When I mentioned the Wanda and like where did any of this truly come from? They were kind of like well, she lost vision and I was like, "And she's just murdering people like Okay, so
3: flashback dear listeners, go check out our WandaVision episode from last winter uh, of like early 2021. I don't remember if it was January, February or what, but if you go back, you'll recall our thoughts on WandaVision and one of our biggest criticisms was that Wanda gets away with not quite murder, but you know, enslavement of thousands of people. And then everyone's yeah. just like, no, oh, no. That uh, the Rambo lady is just like, they'll never understand what you sacrificed. Like, what? <laughs> you didn't sacrifice anything. You just enslaved <laughs> thousands of people. And yeah. then she runs away and, you know, is, is hiding. So that actually is its own can of worms because Doctor Strange knows exactly where to find her, says, I don't want to talk about Westview. I think he even has a line somewhere like, oh, I'll never, you know, I'll never understand what you sacrificed, Wanda. It's like, okay, so this implies that Doctor Strange knew about the events of WandaVision and didn't do anything, and that is very, very bad. Because, again, she enslaved thousands. I don't know why they're so eager to write it off. But it almost feels like the writers kind of got the point, like, oh yeah, Wanda, like, enslaved thousands. Maybe she would kill, too. She's gonna be evil. And it's like, on paper, okay, yeah, the events of WandaVision made her evil, or implied her to at least be, like, on the path to evil, so I guess it makes sense that she's evil now, but, like, Why did she have to be on the pathway to evil in the first place? You know how many other MCU characters have lost so much, as much or more than Wanda, and didn't result to slaughtering dozens of innocent people?
2: Well, I mean, some of it does play into the fact that she was corrupted by the Darkhold in this movie. But with that in mind, like, you're telling me that... She kills hundreds of people in the Sanctum, Centaur, whatever it's called, chases this America through the multiverse, and because she sees one version of her kids being sad, she gives up her whole, like, mission just to, like, crumble
1: her little tomb thing? No. Well, that was the whole thing, too, Is she was going off about, she was like... Like, at one point, I'm pretty sure they were kind of like, oh, even if we do just send you to a multiverse, like, what are you going to do? And she was like, I'm going to still kill America or steal her power, so if they ever get sick or if anything ever goes wrong, I can just go to a new one. And then things go wrong, and she's like, oh, yep, never mind, I'm good. Like, I'll I'll redeem myself. You can only
3: blame the Darkhold on Wanda's actions so much because as far as I know, she did not have the Darkhold in WandaVision, and she was a piece of horrifying crap in that.
2: Well, yeah. she had the dark, uh, the Darkhold in the end, and that's why, like, I don't know.
1: Did anyone watch the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.?
2: No, I didn't. No, not. I haven't. I know, that, I know that the Darkhold's in it. Yeah, oh, it, it is.
1: It's like a whole <laughs> season about how, like, if you punch the Darkhold, if you get, like, the Darkhold, like, it will, like, kill you type deal. Like, bad things happen. <clears throat> I want to talk
3: about Doctor Strange and the Darkhold, but first, one more comment about Wanda. Oh, wait, I lost my comment about Wanda. Oh, no.
0: I felt like she it's was gone. kind of petty in a way, because it's like, Doctor Strange says, what you did goes against our principles, says the guy who gave the time stone Thanos.
3: Yeah. That scene was kind of cool. Like, I kind of liked that she was, I, I had the reaction where I was like, ooh, in the theater, like, when she said that. But did you notice, um, how... This might have just been me, but I feel like Vision was just so absent in this movie. It was really... Yeah, he's, It was really he's jarring. Down.
2: You're telling me he's not alive in any of the versions? that, <laughs> that
3: Like, were- yeah, she, like, okay, he, oh my she God, mentions, like, she, mentions, yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> mentions him by name once. She says, like, oh, you'll never understand. I had to kill Vision. And then, like, never, ever are her goals understood to be, I want to see my kids end Vision. It's just, I want to see my kids. It's like, and there's not even another dimension. Like, can you imagine if that dimension where she, like, the Scarlet Witch, like, She shows up, she scares the kids, throws Wanda across the room, and Vision just walks in with the groceries, like, oh, wait, what the hell?
1: That actually would have been so amazing. (laughs) Dude,
3: because then you would have had, like, Vision fighting the Scarlet Witch, and Scarlet Witch would be like, no, 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 honey, like, I'm here for you and the kids, and Vision's like, get the hell out, like, you're uh, attacking my wife. And that would help her realize, like, oh, crap, what have I become? But instead, it's just like, we're supposed to pretend he doesn't exist. (laughs)
1: Not only that, but, like, imagine if she killed this version of Vision trying to get the kids, and mm. it was, like, holy shit, I did it again, and then she becomes even darker. Like, that, to me, would give her even more reasons to start being, like, nah, I'm just gonna kill anybody, like, I did it again. Like Oops, I did it again. <laughs> like, that would be great. But,
3: yeah, I don't know. Wanda's... And, and, and here's the thing. I really don't know if I'm happy with this film's portrayal of Wanda. We had so many movies, like... Ultron, Civil War especially, Infinity War, even WandaVision a little bit, and the end of Endgame, where we just explore who is Wanda, what's making her tick, who is this this poor girl who got mixed up in all this, and now it's just like, lol, she's evil, she's just gonna kill everyone, slaughter people, like, we see her, like, burn them to death, like, to a crisp, it's just horrifying, and I swear to God, if in the next, like, installment, we just get like, oh, guys, I'm back to normal, whew, good thing that Darkhold thing's over, I'm back to just being a normal, quirky character... Just, no, bro, you attacked the Sanctum. You killed dozens of wizards. You like, you wanted to they, almost destroy the entire multiverse. How are you just going to be a good guy again after
1: this? That's what I think they're going to try to do, and I think they're going to justify it by the, the thing we all talked about and um, by the thing that we are all kind of afraid of, and they're going to justify it by, hey, guys, look, it's Wanda from the other universe. She's here to help now.
0: That is something they would do. Oh my gosh. In terms of the Wanda, we know her fate is still enigmatic because the last time we saw her she just got crushed by boulders. We don't know if she survived or anything. Nah, she teleported away. You saw they like a definitely red
3: Definitely kept like I I even watching that scene I was like, "Oh my god, they're <laughs> killing Wanda." And I was like, "Wait a minute, no, they're not." Nah, Come on. As the rocks fell, be like a giant uh red ball Oh, here, I as didn't the see that. Fall. I just thought from, like, a marketing perspective, like, there's no way they're letting this character die. Yeah, no, they didn't
2: kill
0: her. She probably teleported away or some shit. Oh, man. But by and large, this film ruined Wanda's character.
3: I kind of agree with that. While I was watching it, I was like, okay, it's kind of cool, she's evil, whatever. And then, like, at the more the film sat with me, I was like, man, what has Wanda become? Like, I just remember Ultron Civil War uh, Wanda, even Infinity War Wanda. Like, And, like, like, just what's become of her since then? Like, holy cow, she's butchering hundreds of people. The beginning arc of Civil War, where she accidentally destroys a building and she's horrified at her own power. She's like, oh my god, what have I done? I killed innocent civilians on a mission. She goes through this whole crisis over it. Now she's just killing people willy-nilly. Innocent people.
0: Watch this movie and watch Civil War. You will see an entirely different Wanda. They're not even the same character. Mm -hmm. what about
3: what about strange himself
0: what do you guys think of strange Uh, he was alright. i mean he's dr strange what more (laughs) do i have to say i mean they've been hurting
1: his character slowly but surely
0: it was kind of weird how he slowly implied that he still has feelings for his girlfriend it's like i thought he's moved beyond that
3: yeah i mean it's funny like everybody always jokes about the mcu significant (laughs) others because like They're in their, like, character solo movies, and then they never really matter after that. I I don't think that usually is a fair criticism, because you have, like, uh, Pepper and, like, uh, um, Peggy Carter. But definitely for characters like Jane Foster and Christine, whose name I didn't even remember before this movie came out. Like, I I get it. Um... (laughs) For what it's worth, I kind of like what they did with her, like the arc with Doctor Strange, where he's just like, "Wow, I've I've been away for so long from my own life, and like I lost my girlfriend. She's gone. She married someone else, uh, and like I I love her. And it's like that's kind of sad. I don't know. I felt I feel for that. He could have oh.
2: taken the other Christine from the different universe.
1: He really could have. <laughs> she didn't want to go. I know. I know. Do you think that's where it's actually going to go, though? Because that's what I thought it was kind of trying to set up. Maybe
3: it's like, oh, I mean, geez, talk about a long distance relationship. (laughs) But I thought Dr. Strange was was fairly well handled, I think, like how he was helping America Chavez, who, again, was I I, I thought America Chavez was like, all right. I mean, I don't you know. Nothing too crazy.
0: Yeah. She's not a bad character. She's not a good character but she had her moments.
3: It's like the old established superhero and the quippy youngster, which we already that the dynamic from Hawkeye, I swear I'm remembering other moments of the MC, I guess kind of Tony Stark and, and Peter Parker, but not really. Cause they both were quippy, but, um, I just swear like that's just kind of been an MCU staple, but I have no evidence to back it up other than Hawkeye and Kate Bishop, but yeah, it was all right. <laughs> Brandon's <laughs> Brandon turned to me while we were watching the movie at, when, uh, Doctor Strange in America were like going to the different universes, and they they're like quipping and joking in the second universe. And he turns to me, just like, "This is just Rick
0: and Morty. Like you're just
3: watching Rick and Morty right now." <laughs> I was like, huh, wow. I, mean, I, guess, I guess we kind of are.
0: What did you guys think of that Bruce Campbell cameo?
3: Brandon was really happy to see it. I didn't
0: know who he was. He was the but... guy that was serving the pizza balls in that yeah. one universe. Yeah. yeah, he was like, oh, Bruce Campbell. I'm like, I don't know who Bruce Campbell is, but this is funny.
1: Yeah, I don't know who Bruce Campbell is either.
0: I
3: think he's in other Sam Raimi movies, right? Like he's in uh, yeah, Darkman and he's in uh, whatchamacallit, Evil, Evil Dead. I guess he's in Spider-Man. He's Sam Raimi's uh, John Ratzenberger in a way i was distracted from the funny cameo by how stupid that scene was dr strange trapped some random street vendor in a three-week interspell because he wanted money for the food they stole like yep. i was kind of just taken out i was like Wait, what the hell why why the hell what on earth that, is that whole happening? universe was not
2: needed like <laughs> i understand what they did but like that scene where they're walking and then they're like oh here's the food oh here's a for some reason, we're going to stop and look at important
3: memories. Dude! we <laughs> have talked on this podcast before about writing showing its strings. That is the most pathetic scene ever, when they're just, do-do-do, we're walking down the street. Oh, no, we accidentally stepped on the random sidewalk memory chamber. Like, give me a freaking break. Come on! That is the stupidest gimmick I've ever
0: seen. Huh? Can you imagine if we looked at Ubers like that? Like, every piece of concrete represents somebody's memory.
3: The next thing they're going to do is introduce a superhero where it's like, oh, my power is every five minutes I inexplicably blurt out exposition. <laughs> like, come on. You yeah. know what uh,
2: enemy they have not really used of Doctor Strange at all? Who? Mordo, I believe his name is. Yeah. It's funny, we
3: didn't even we don't even know what happened to the original Mordo. Like, he lived no. at the end of the original Doctor Strange, right? <laughs> the
2: post-credit scene for uh, Doctor Strange was he was taking away powers of other wizards. Nothing oh. happened with that. And in this universe's uh, version, he still has issues with Strange. So I wonder if they're gonna have both of those guys team up. Dude, Mordo. Yeah, me. like, uh, so, so now we have two Mordos that have done absolutely nothing, and he's like, <laughs> Dude. A, he's like a main antagonist for Doctor
3: Strange. And this movie's Mordo, he gets stuck in a pit, and that's it. That's yeah. the end of his arc. Like, I remember at the end of the movie, I was like, oh man, I can't believe Wanda killed all of that. counts I. Oh, wait. She never killed Mordo. He's the only
2: surviving member of the Illuminati.
3: That's what the group was called. I I sounded like an idiot earlier. I was like, oh, I think that group has a name. I don't remember it.
2: Yeah, the Illuminati. I guarantee Um, you he's going to rally up other heroes of that universe and be like, yo, a different strange from a different multiverse killed everybody.
1: Yeah.
3: That, or he just goes to all the other universes and assembles an army of Mordos, which I'm okay (laughs) okay. (laughs) with.
0: That definitely would have been better storytelling than in this film. Instead of just having Wanda genocide across the multiverse.
3: Also, I'm sorry, but going back to Mordo, how pathetic of it for the Illuminati that their council room or their questioning room, they have chairs overlooking like a 10-foot deep pit and the council themselves can't get out of the pit if they fall in. (laughs)
1: Like
3: Mordo falls in the pit with Dr. Strange and Dr. Strange gets out and Mordo is like, I remember why I don't like you. It's like, dude, get out of there. You're a wizard. Why are you
1: You hanging out in the pit?
3: He didn't, he didn't so use silly. any magic
2: during a fight either. It was so stupid. <laughs> no.
3: I, I literally, at the end of the movie, I was like, whatever happened to Mordo? And I was like, oh crap, that's right. He's still in that stupid shit. Like,
2: that would have been a good post credit scene uh, instead of the dude who gets, it's like, oh, it's over, go on or whatever. <laughs> I
3: did laugh at that, but yeah. I agree. I would have had Mordo get out during the mid credit scene where Doctor Strange goes to that lady and goes to the Dark Dimension. That's setting up Secret Wars. It's setting up Secret Wars. But here's what I thought. When the movie ended, I'll I'll give the movie some credit. I actually oh, I thought you're the, going with this. I thought the ending was kind of cool. I think you are you do know where I'm going with this. because I think I told you about it. but anyway he's walking down the street. He's like, I'm a new man, like whatever. And he like recoils and you hear like this big, powerful music. And the third eye that was on that evil doctor strange, which by the way was total a wasn't the evil doctor strange from what if like everyone thought just like Peggy yeah. Carter wasn't the one from what if like everyone thought whatever. I really don't care. But like, anyway, so you know that that's from the, uh, the dark book, what's it called? Darkhold. Darkhold. Yes. So the third eye appears and the camera just goes black movie ends. It's like, oh, whoa. So the next movie's going to be him dealing with, or at least the next time we see Doctor Strange, he's going to be dealing with the effects of this third eye and the new, the dark hold that it has on him. Literally 10 seconds later, the post credit scene comes and he's just like, yeah, I can control it. Like, let's go fight this thing in the secret dimension. It's like, whoa, whoa, hold on. You just skipped an entire arc. What happened? You had a mysterious third eye appear in your head. You were screaming in agony in the streets of New York. And then in two minutes, you you got it under control. You really wanted to have this post-credit scene that badly.
0: Again, that's writing at its finest in current MCU movies. Well, I was gonna
1: say they did that multiple times in other MCU movies too. I'm trying to think of the other ones, but it happened at least three times I know for sure where they had something and it was like the end of Spider-Man, and it's like it ends on such a, a like oh my god, and then two seconds later the the end credit scene just spoils what happened. one was definitely in a Spider-Man movie. One was, I think, in The Internals. I
3: still haven't freaking seen that movie. I actually asked other people, like, do I have to see this movie for Doctor Strange? They're like, nah. And I was like, okay, good.
2: Uh, Eternals' post credit scene, I think, was, like, Harry Styles coming in. (laughs) And then...
3: (laughs) It's did, funny, the, that's still the one thing about the movie I know is that Harry
2: the, Styles the, and...
0: the dude from uh, Game of Thrones gets his sword. I've only seen Eternals once, so obviously I don't remember shit from that movie. Oh, you can great. tell how
3: great it is because Geek's Crossing never even did a review on it. Like, we just <laughs> literally
0: don't give a two craps about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: okay, I will say really quickly on America Chavez. Apparently Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was written by the writer of Loki, the show. That's what I heard. And that doesn't make a lot of sense to me, uh, because one, Loki and how the multiverse is established to work in Loki is never mentioned. In fact, it's contradicted. I think Kang says, like, oh, every time you make a decision, another universe happens. It's pretty much the idea of, like, oh, do I want to have Captain Crunch or Cheerios for breakfast? And then a universe comes where you've had both. Yet, America Chavez says she's the only one of her kind ever. But it's like, that doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't America Chavez walk down the street and decide whether to go right or left and then there'd be two universes, one where she turned right and one where she turned left? And that's, because that's how the multiverse is supposed to work, according to Loki. They're saying that that's not? like I, I was just a little confused by
1: that i think that's a special thing to her i think she's a special singularity point and i think what gotcha. is have her and her like main universe where her, her like moms are from and everything i think she herself at some point outside of the normal universal like like in between universes you know because like also if every universe had their own version of her Again, I think better writing could have fixed this, where every universe has their own version of her, but only one universe ever gave her powers. Yeah,
3: that's how you get around that. Yeah, it's like, I'm the only one with powers. It's weird.
1: Yeah. Or maybe the only one that survived. You can have universes where every decision you do leads to your imminent death. (laughs) Except for one. What did you guys think of how they handled the
3: controversial explanation for how dreams work in the MCU? Um, That... Up an
2: interesting topic because in Endgame, I believe, Tony Stark is talking to Pepper about a dream that he has, and he was like, I swear to God, it was so real.
3: Mm.
0: So,
2: technically, was he like what was it, dreamwalking or some shit?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, it was,
0: it was dreamwalking. I, I was American
1: like,
3: oh Tony my God. Stark was accidentally dreamwalking.
1: <laughs> and there's going to be another Tony Stark that we're going to go and.
3: Apparently, oh. uh, my brothers were telling me that they heard leaks that Tom Cruise was going to play Tony Stark in the yes, other universe. Yeah.
1: That's what I was. Thinking. I hadn't I heard wanted about to that. See you that. guys did. That would
3: have been Loki, kind of funny.
1: Did Loki and Phil, uh Phil um, yeah. did, did they appear at all in this? As far as I know now. Yeah.
3: No, Unless fake. they had like a Blendon and Blandin and cameo like in the background, of <laughs> uh, but I don't think so. No, that would I, be cool.
1: I remember looking at spoilers also when I heard that Tom Cruise was uh, supposedly playing Iron Man, and I remember hearing that they were supposed to appear at some point along with uh, Doug Wilson, whatever Owen Wilson. Oh wow! wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Wait. that's the thing, like. I thought this was going to kind of tie the WandaVision and Loki almost together a bit more, but I thought this was going to be more uh, focusing on Loki than Wanda. Mm. And like, that Yeah, was I was thing. expecting
3: like, Loki to show up.
1: That was the other thing is I don't know. I don't know how the majority of fans feel, but I did not like the bait and switch from the, the trailer because like, oh, yeah, you, you want to put out trailers that don't give away the plot of the story because if it does, then the, the movie's ruined yeah but when you put out a trailer that makes everybody be like oh my god i can't wait to see evil dr strange and i can't wait to see yep. th- this great fight and then it's like oh wait a minute like the one good guy we saw on the trailer wanda is actually the evil one like wait a minute she's just murdering off everybody like as you said the, the one person that was horrified that they destroyed a town and killed people they're, they're just out here like killing everybody now like, yeah you yeah. also could have done it where it was, like, another ver- like universe's Scarlet Witch or something. Like, I don't know. There were so many different ways yeah. they could have wrote it. And, like, yeah. I feel like they chose one of the worst possible ways.
3: I was telling all my everyone who would listen, I'd be like, Yo, this movie is going to be, like, the first big <laughs> conjunction point of the MCU in Phase 4. Yeah. Like, all this stuff coming together. I remember I said, Loki's going to be referenced. No, it wasn't. What if it's going to be referenced? No, it wasn't. WandaVision was going to be referenced. Yes, it kind of was. But really, that like that was it. Like, all this stuff that was supposedly going to be... Oh, oh Spider-Man was going to be referenced. No, it wasn't. I know a lot of people, another one, other than Tom Cruise Iron Man, everyone was expecting Tobey Maguire Spider-Man to be in this movie. He was not. So, you know, none of that stuff mattered. Outside of a throwaway line referencing No Way Home and a bare-bones understanding of how WandaVision ended, you really could have just gone into this without seeing anything in Phase 4. <laughs> Which is just kind of like, okay, we're still... I I mean, I get it. Everyone wants to be self-contained. I respect that. But, you know, I don't know. I I agree with you. Like, kind of misleading trailers. Like, we saw Evil Doctor Strange and Captain Carter in the trailers, and it turned out, oh, no, 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 that's just another Evil Doctor Strange. No, 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 that's just another Captain Carter. Like, oh, okay. (laughs) So it's irrelevant. I didn't have to watch What If? I didn't have to waste my time (laughs) there.
1: I saw a fan-made trailer maybe a month before the movie came out, and it looked really cool. I got really excited, and it had, like a scene of like Professor X's chair rolling and this and that and I sent it to like I'm pretty sure I sent it to you guys it was like oh my god like they're gonna have the X Men, and then I looked into it and I was like, "Oh wait, this is fan made." I lied. I was so excited that I, I heard that they were gonna have the X Men. Mm, that's another thing.
3: Like, oh, X Men's gonna be relevant in this movie. No, it wasn't. As long it as really
1: you know, fun. as long as you know who uh,
3: Professor X is and Patrick Stewart played him at one point. That's all you have to know. <laughs> I am kind of happy
2: that the X Men is not relevant in this MCU because that means technically the first MCU movie is Spider Man with Tobey Maguire. I am happy.
1: <laughs> I was i like the cameos they put in i loved seeing mr fantastic and i love that freaking jim halpert <laughs> uh, ended up playing you know he did appear it did kind of break not continuity but it did like almost pull you out but seeing him i think he looks amazing for mr fantastic i, I don't... didn't even know it was him <laughs> i'm not very good at recognizing actors though and I think I was also watching The Office rather recently, <laughs> but I think that this whole next phase, like, I think that they dropped this in, obviously, for fan service, but I hope, and the only way to make it good is I think this is more of a hint of what's to come. Fan service, mm. yes, but it's more of like, hey, by the way, now you know who Mr. Fantastic is. It's in the works. Like, it's coming up. You know mm-hmm. he's here now. Mm-hmm. And then, same with seeing. Literally, we just saw Professor X. Like, that confirms X-Men is a part of the MCU. That confirms it a 1,000%, meaning eventually we will get the X-Men. And I think the scene after where, like, Wanda kills everybody, I think that was one of the, the, the better scenes of the whole movie. That I was, got major Invincible vibes from it. I don't know if you've ever seen Invincible, but... Uh, I haven't. There's actually a Marvel comic. It's called, I think, Deadpool versus the MC or the Marvel Universe. Oh, yes. Deadpool just kills everyone. <laughs> Deadpool is insane and he's super strong and he regenerates crazy fast. He starts going around killing everybody to see who he can kill. And he ends up killing the whole entire MCU. And it gave me vibes like that. And then afterwards, Deadpool, apparently, I don't know, but from what I I remember hearing, he goes to another universe to fight himself, in which case he only dies by getting thrown into like a colliding star or something like, like it's a crazy epic Marvel comic and that's what i was kind of getting from this like i love the fact that like wanda was kind of so powerful and like you see her just slaughtering everybody else however it also was like where the heck is this coming from like (laughs) like oh you're showing off mr fantastic he throws one punch and he's gone okay yeah
3: i I was gonna say something about that but first eric what were you gonna say earlier
0: oh uh it was going back to what keith said about the family trailer it's like think about how far we've gone that fans are doing a better job at portraying the MCU than the actual MCU writers.
3: Yeah, that's happened a lot. Like,
0: uh... MCU, what are you doing? You're not Star Wars. <laughs> no. Not yet. But going back,
3: how are you gonna have Wanda in the MCU now? Like, she is so beyond overpowered. She can destroy the entire multiverse if she, like, bumps into America Chavez. What threat is going to be able to face her?
1: That's also, though, why I think that they will probably bring in a different version of Wanda that's still Wanda, and that's not the Scarlet Witch. The Scarlet Witch is, like, you know, the person that can transcend all universes, and... It, it is cool, because I will also say, like, Scarlet Witch, like, the Scarlet Witch, is supposed to be bad. Like, she is a villain. She's not a hero in the actual, like, comics and stuff. So that does make sense, and it makes sense that they're trying to go into that direction, but it just didn't fit in the MCU.
3: Oh, that's interesting. Just looked it up. Like, she starts as a supervillain, joins the Avengers, becomes good
0: and back to being batshit shit crazy yeah oh gosh i guess that's why i'm not the biggest fan of Wonder anymore because that huge change in direction like just caught me off guard you know and like with her being so overpowered where do they go with the MC- like th-
2: we currently have five more projects this year you got yeah thor, oh, love oh well yeah but that includes
3: yeah. the disney plus schlop. i don't really yeah. Yeah. i mean you got I guess.
2: thor love and thunder black panther ant-man and then on the tv <laughs> series you got uh miss marvel she hulk and i believe guardians of the galaxy holiday special i think you're right but like with overpowered people like who really cares about i mean thor's a god so he's cool who really cares about black panther and ant-man they're just like people with powers and abilities when you have magical spell people who literally can beat anybody with just like a thought where do you go (laughs) yeah i don't know
3: black panther's in november and then next year we have ant-man and the wasp in February. Uh, oh, that Guardians comes in February
2: 23? Something Guardians in May,
3: yeah, 23. Guardians in May 23. And then The Marvels is in July 2023, which is a sequel continuation of Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs>
0: they have high hopes that Miss Marvel is going to be a success if they're willing to make her collab with Captain <laughs> My... Marvel.
3: Legitimately the only thing I'm excited for, especially after disappointments like this movie,
0: I'll be that um, filthy casual. That's the best way to describe me with the MCU. It's like, all right, I'll give it a chance, see if I like it or not.
3: Yeah.
2: I also it's don't... Marvel, so you're going to wind up seeing it anyway, regardless of if you're like hyped for it or not.
0: Exactly. Like, I've yeah. seen almost every Marvel movie at this point. Why stop now?
1: Getting into the Star Wars range as we were talking about it, where they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're at the point where we can just start putting out garbage movies and they have to watch it. <laughs>
3: yeah, they'll watch it. Man, like, I it sucks that that's where we're at now with Marvel. Like, they're just not really doing kind of cool new stuff. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, no one would have expected Wanda to enslave a town, but, you know. <laughs> uh, like, they're not it's doing, just, like, cool and interesting and engaging new stuff.
1: <laughs> I have actually stayed a little too long at this point. I know that we were wrapping up, but I actually do have to go. So I'm going to say goodnight, everybody. Farewell. And thank you, everybody that listened. Uh, sorry that I interrupted you, Matt. Take care, everybody. This has been Keith from Universe 301.
3: <laughs> that was another crazy scene when they were just like, oh, you're from Dimension 104. We're from 303. Like, okay, we're we're getting a little too comic-y now. <laughs> like, I don't know. I um, looked
2: up uh, TV Marvel-like stuff coming out. Apparently, what, about, yeah. what if season two comes out
3: this year? Oh, hey.
2: That's really soon.
3: Hey, wait, I just thought of something. If Loki created the multiverse, and before that there was never a multiverse, when did people start dreaming?
2: No, there was always a multiverse, because in Doctor Strange 1, if you, the, if you listen to the ancient one, when she's teaching Strange all about like what they do, she's like, who are you in this mass multiverse? Mm. The multiverse has always been established, it's just now that I think the timelines have broken, that people are able to actually go through the multiverses, I, I think.
0: Mm. I was gonna say, that's a rabbit hole in
2: itself. So. That is. That's a whole episode and a bunch of research that I don't know if I ever want to go down.
0: So overall, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, it had a lot of potential. I mean, something tells me that they had all these great ideas with setting up the multiverse, but they got cold feet at the last minute. Whether that be due to poor writing or character depictions, I don't know. I just feel like we expected too much out of it, and I'm just fearful for what the MCU now has in stored.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess we yeah. see... Series-
0: it's definitely not the worst MCU movie, but we know it could have been better. Yeah. We should do an MCU tier list
2: in our, uh, uh why am I drawing a blank? Episodes? Uh, yeah, thank you.
3: <laughs> it's okay, Nick. Thank you.
0: You're right, Nick. It's been a while since we've done a group tier list episode. That would be yeah. fun. Eternals definitely. going to the garbage. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> okay, so we have S, A, B, C, D, and then we have Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. If we're ranking
3: Disney Plus shows, Falcon Wonder Soldier might have to go down there with Eternals.
0: Those two properties are so bad, they share their own tier. Well, yeah, let's do this, especially with summer coming up. Hopefully, it will all be a little more free. Matt, we do put that in the Geeks Crossing Google Docs page. Oh, it's already coming right in. You hear that, listeners? This is why Matt is such a bio part of this podcast. oh thank you. I love what I do. Hopefully, the Matts in the other universes are nearly as good.
3: Oh no man. Some of them are probably a little bit better.
0: <laughs> no, you are the definitive Matt. Thanks.
3: <laughs> I hope so.
0: Yeah, but anyway, what do you guys think of Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness? Feel free to let us know on our Discord server and message us on Instagram at Geeks Crossing. Links will be provided as always. Continue to support us on all major listening platforms, whether that be Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasting needs.
3: And be sure to tell your friends and family about us, especially any MCU or
0: Marvel fans in your life. Whether they be from this universe or another universe. <laughs> hey, with technology advancing these days, interdimensional communication is possible.
3: So if you run into another universe version of yourself, before you even begin to contemplate the reality of the situation, be sure to tell them, hey, you should listen to East Crossing.
0: Your universe's stake depends on it. <laughs> And while you're at it, check us out on Twitch at Nuclear Bacon's, Cryptoog Games, Eman the Legendary, and Carabyte. Hopefully, there's a universe where our perpetually muted host isn't muted. Yeah, Godspeed, Thailand. <laughs> also, subscribe to my YouTube channel under the same name, Eman the Legendary. But more importantly, stay true to your geek selves.